Jesus. The more that we fix our minds on Jesus, the more that we experience the reality of him. Hallelujah. You know, if we can just develop our mindsets so that we can do that, you know. Some people have to get to the point where they do that. And uh, I guess even as a new believer, if there was something about God that just kept drawing me to him, you know, and I believe it was the power and the love of the Holy Spirit. But it began with the fact of the Lord saying to me, do you know me? Are you willing to give me a try? Are you willing to give me your life? And from that point, when I said yes, the Lord began to just draw me to himself. And as he drew me to himself, more of this self died. Hallelujah. More of this self was transformed. And I, I believe I'm still being transformed. I believe it. But I thank the Lord because the Holy Spirit is the great revealer of the of Jesus. He's the revealer of salvation in our lives. He's the revealer of truth. And so I I know this is an amazing lesson, you know, that Pat Robinson has brought out. And uh, like I said, everyone that doesn't have the physical book is definitely uh, an evil. You can get it uh, online. And so hopefully we can make that available to everybody um, because this book will, um, will um, you know, we, we really can glean from it continually, just like some of the others that we have, you know, had and we've studied. All right. Uh, key verse will be First um, John, fifth chapter. Uh, I'm just going to start at verse 6, yeah, and then go at least to 10, that's page 1570 in the voice, okay, and uh, of course I had more scriptures, but I think the Lord is just showing me just to, to root, reduce it. <laughs> uh, 1 John 4, 13 to 16, which should be page uh, 1516, I said 1517 on the other, 1516 on that. So um, um, it's just amazing because uh, I'm trying to bring out all that I can from chapter seven. So I'm going to do the best I can with it. Um, but I'll go ahead and read this if you have it, First John 5. And we'll begin at 6. I believe that's five and six. Mm -hmm. I kind of like the four. So uh, I'll start at four. And it says, everything that has been fathered by God overcomes the corrupt world. Hallelujah. This is the victory that has conquered the world. It is our faith. Who is the person conquering the world? It is the one who truly trusts that Jesus is the Son of God. It is the one who truly trusts. Who is that? You and me. Mm -hmm. That Jesus, the anointed, is the one who came by water and blood, not by water only, but by water and blood. Mm -hmm. Okay, we had to break that down, I guess, at another time. Let me go on. 
The Spirit of God testifies to this truth. This is my key thoughts. He testifies to this truth because the Spirit is the truth. Amen. So there are three testifying witnesses. The Spirit, that's the capital, Holy Spirit, mm -hmm. the water, and the blood. All three are in total agreement. If we accept the testimonies of people, then we must realize the testimony of God is greater than that of any person. Mm -hmm. God exceeds everything that we might have to say. God speaks, and in his, in his way of speaking, he makes sure that he is above all that we think, all that we say. All that we can say, but God is greater. God certified the truth about his own son. He certified it. Anyone who trusts the son of God has this truthful testimony at the core of his being. Okay? We have a truthful testimony as we trust the son of God. Anyone who does not trust God calls God a liar. Because he ignores God's truthful testimony regarding his own son. We can't ignore that testimony. We've got to pay attention, church. Hallelujah. Because that's the testimony of God about his son. Yes. And this is the truth. God has given us the gift of eternal life. And this life is in his son. All right. If you do not have the son... Uh, you, uh, if you have the Son, you have eternal life. If you do not have the Son of God, you are not acquainted with true life. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. And, of course, uh, 1 John 4, 13 to 16, and it's saying here, how can we be sure that he truly lives in us, that we truly live in him? By one fact. He has given us his spirit, the Holy Spirit. We have watched what God has done, and we stand ready to provide eyewitness testimonies to the reality that the Father sent the Son to be the Savior of the world. If anyone unites with our confession that Jesus is God's own Son, then God truly lives in that person. And that person lives in God. You see that? Uh-huh. If you unite with our confession, that confession is that Jesus is alive in us. Okay? We have experienced and we have entrusted our lives to the love of God in us. God is love. Anyone who lives faithfully in love also lives faithfully in God. And God lives in him. All right, so that's how you know. That's just a portion of this. But if you read it all, it would just completely, again, help you to understand that you belong to God if you have given your heart and your mind to him. He has given us, what? His spirit, and that is the spirit of truth. Amen. Praise God. And so that's uh, my little thought for this morning, my power thought is the Holy Spirit testifies. He testifies. Hallelujah. He speaks. He declares to you. He reveals to you the truth of the Lord. He testifies of the things that be of the Father and of the Son. 
And of course, as we look at the uh, nation set on high above uh, Yahweh, which is again revealed as the Spirit of God. He simply picked Abraham and his descendants. All right. Yahweh what? Carefully led the Israelites into the promised land. What? The pillar of fire by day and the pillar of the cloud, the pillar of cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night. Okay. And of course, what? He promised them extraordinary blessings at the same time and what? Did not hesitate to show his wrath. He got, when God said something, then he, 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 he meant it. He showed his wrath, of course, if they ignored his commands. You know, we really have grace today. We really do. Because if God really held against us the things that we have done and not done, boy, we'd be in hot water. But the grace of God is what? Through Jesus Christ. Jesus has received has made it uh, uh, an abundance of grace. He is the abundance of grace himself. And he has made things so that we can continue to come to the Father. And of course, uh, this came from uh, Deuteronomy, the book of Deuteronomy, derived from two Greek words, deuteros, which means sucking, and anonymous, which means law. So this was the sucking uh, expression. It's in here, recitation of God's law to the people. And then why did you think God did that? He did that because he wanted his people to understand the first recitation was what? It should have been the Ten Commandments. I believe that's right. The Ten Commandments were there and they were written on tablets of stone by the finger of God. All right? So again, that, that figure to me represents the spirit of God. Just bringing forth the word, hallelujah. The word, the spirit, and God the Father were at work even then with the Ten Commandments. And then again here in Deuteronomy, because what? He gave Moses the commandments uh, based on uh, the law, based on the commandments. He gave Moses instructions uh, and then what? A second recitation to the law of the people. Of course, the law to the people, there was just so great, so many laws that they could not keep the laws. But again, the important thing was that the Lord Yahweh commanded his people to follow those laws and decrees. And of course, he declared, uh, what? You have declared this day that the Lord Yahweh is your God and you will walk in obedience to him. And the Lord Yahweh has declared this day uh, that you are his people. People, okay, so that was the wonderful thing about it. Uh, the God was declaring his people then, he, he, he claimed them. All right, uh, Deuteronomy 26 16 reveals that. All right, uh, God promised, uh, that, that what they were his treasured possession. Okay, now think on those wonderful promises that flowed from Yahweh to the people of Israel. Yahweh, what, is the covenant name of the Holy Spirit, okay? So that's, this is where Pat Robinson, I believe God has just revealed this to him. I believe that each of my readers will understand my personal desire and receive the blessing of the Holy Spirit that God has bestowed upon his chosen people. But that was a key point there. The 
Yahweh is representative of what? The name of the Holy Spirit. The Lord Yahweh. God, I'm telling you, this is an amazing revelation. But it's just, I think, showing us again how God the Father and Jesus the Son uh, each had their separate uh, characteristics and then the Holy Spirit carried out the purpose of the God, the heart of God, the Holy Spirit. The Lord Yahweh what would grant that the enemies who rise up against you will be defeated before you. They will come before you in one way, but flee in seven. So the, again, it's just revering continually uh, in Deuteronomy. The Lord, what? He sent a blessing. Then the Lord, what? Established in, uh, the people as his holy people. And then what? The Lord, uh, he uh, granted what? Them abundant prosperity and favor. The Lord is just uh, all in this. The Lord, what? Opens the heavens and causes the blessings from heaven and the storehouse to come upon the people. Then, then what? The Lord makes the people the head and not the tail. Right. So God is just in this thing. Amazing. And here it's just saying, can we imagine or comprehend what? The blessings that the Holy Spirit would give us if we obey and follow his leading. All right? That is very key, very key. But when I think about testimony, I think about evidence or proof what? That, that is provided by the existence or appearance of something. Evidence, all right? And the testif uh, testify uh, reveals what? The testimony of God. And the Holy Spirit testifies. The Holy Spirit verifies. The Holy Spirit backs up yeah. everything that Jesus said. And especially the fact that before he went up into heaven, he said that they should what? wait for the promise from on high. The Holy Spirit would come. Hallelujah. And fill the fill them. Hallelujah. He would come and fill them according to what? Acts 1 and 8. You uh uh the, you I guess I better just take a quick look at it, make sure that I'm saying it right. Acts 1 and 8. You shall be say it again, you shall be filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. You shall receive power after the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be what? My witnesses uh, in Judea, Samaria, the uttermost parts of the earth. Okay, so again, that's witnessing. We are what? His witnesses that will bring forth an amazing, true testimony that Jesus is who he is. Jesus is who he is. Uh, uh, as he was, as he has revealed himself by the Holy Spirit, and then Jesus, as who he is in each of our lives, he is what the the Savior of our hearts, our minds, our souls. Okay, yeah. And so the Holy Spirit, what feel? That was verse four, verse three here in Acts two. Uh, when the Holy Day of Pentecost came, 50 days after Passover, they were gathered together. Picture yourself among the disciples. A sound roars from the sky without warning, a roar of a violent wind. 
and the whole house where you are gathered reverberates with the sound. And then a flame appears, dividing into smaller flames and spreading from one person to the next. Wow. And the Holy Spirit, what? All the people present were filled with the Holy Spirit and began speaking in languages they never spoke as the Spirit empowered. See, the Spirit testifies, the Spirit speaks, the Spirit declares, and the Spirit empowers you. Empowers you. Hallelujah. We are, we are nothing without the Lord. Yeah. We can't do it without him. But rest assured that just as sure as you have received Jesus, the Holy Spirit has come in. Amen. He has come into your life. Praise God. Amen. So when I talk about testimony, that is evidence or proof that's provided. The existence and its appearance of something. All right. And we are especially talking about their appearance of the truth about Jesus. It's an open declaration or profession uh, of faith. <coughs> Excuse me. Mm. All right. And of course, I, I mentioned evidence given by what? A witness. Mm -hmm. So we are his witnesses. Hallelujah. As we believe and we allow Jesus uh, to, to be Lord in our lives. Ten Commandments, again, written by what? God's finger on two tablets of stone, all right? The Ark of the Covenant is another uh, evident testimony and witness, all right, of God in our lives, all right? On those tables of stone, uh, the, the, the word and the law of God was written. And so uh, it comes to the point where it's what? My testimony it's your testimony. It's and the value of our testimony is what represent the new life we have in Christ. And then what with the help and power of the Holy Spirit, He enables us to tell and draw others unto Jesus, the Savior and the Lord. God, He has chosen us. He has chosen us. So as I continue to go through this. Nation on high. Uh, I just can't bring it all out. But uh, let's see. God, again, in Deuteronomy, he brings forth the blessing. Uh, he's revealing here, uh, as we go on, that it first was the descendants of Abraham, right? Heirs to the promise made by the Spirit of the Holy Spirit of God to Abraham. And then what? We follow because of Jesus. He's the Messiah of Israel. And we as his spiritual children of Abraham. And so the promises that were for them and Abraham, they're the same for us. And of course, the Holy Spirit, what? Never uh, is diminished. In other words, the, 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 the God, when God, I mean, God is just unending. Yeah. He's unending. He's right. eternal. He's continual. Mm -hmm. He's infinite, like it says here. If he pours out a blessing on you, he can pour out a blessing on anybody. Right. All right? He has no respect of person. He has no limit to his power. He, what, his sufficient resources are able to bless many. Hallelujah. Yeah. We can't even count 
the number of souls that will be blessed as they seek him. Yeah. And then again, he declared that here uh, by the spirit of God. I set before you today uh, prosperity, death, and destruction. For I command you what? Today to love the Lord your God, love the Lord Yahweh your God, to, and to walk what? In obedience to him, keep his commands, decrees, and laws. I just thank God, though, for Jesus, because we could not keep all those laws. We couldn't do it. But Jesus has stepped in to help us now. And, of course, to uh, give us access to... Uh, through the, uh, if, uh, instead of the law, there came grace. Romans 8 talks about that. 8 and 1. <clears throat> Excuse me. There is what? Now, therefore, no condemnation to those who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. For the law of the spirit of life have made me free from the law of sin and death. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. The law of Jesus Christ, the law of grace, the law of love has made us free. Yes. Hallelujah. So we will live and increase and what? The Lord will bless us. Hallelujah. Bless the land we possess. He will bless our lives. He will bless our children. He will bless everything that concerns us as we hold fast to him. Amen. All right. Says here again, uh, uh, it's revealed that the Holy Spirit is given to, to through Moses, uh, and it comes through him, uh, come to us today with the same power that they held when, if they were first heard uttered, and what, with our Jewish friends, Lacham, I guess that means to life, let us choose life under the benevolent care of the exalted Holy Spirit. He will never leave us or forsake us. Okay, but of course, there have been some testing, there have been some battles, there have been some suffering. Uh, for Jesus, what suffered the greatest thing, the matchless Son of God, he suffered the worst and horrible death. And what he bore, what the penalty of mankind, but he did all that for us. He became poor, he took upon himself the sins of the whole world that we might be rich that we might be cleansed of all sin. Amen. And then what? We are seated in heavenly places. <clears throat> Praise God. And so we must what? Claim for ourselves God's promises and his blessings, knowing full well that some may indeed share in the faith like Paul. He suffered unbelievable trials. He suffered for the kingdom. But praise the Lord for his suffering because that has brought many souls and is bringing many souls to God. Peter, the same thing, later crucified in Rome. So much suffering involved, but praise God for it. Hallelujah, because it again reveals the testimony of the Spirit of God. That testimony is so important, all right? So let's be assured, but of this precious and glorious truth eliminating any confusion in the church today concerning the gift of the Holy Spirit. <clears throat> Some believers think or have been thought, taught that the indwelling and abiding of the Spirit, what, occurs after salvation. But the Word of God teaches that he comes to permanently live in a new believer 
the moment he or she invites him in. Hallelujah. The minute you place your faith in Jesus, the Holy Spirit comes in. Hallelujah. And of course, there is greater experience in him, greater filling. But we don't need to what? Pray specific words for the Spirit to arrive, nor do we what? Have to attend a special service inviting his presence. You know, we kind of were raised that way. You got to come to the altar. You got to seek the Lord. You got to get at the mourner's bench. Yeah. You know, we didn't know no better. So that's what we did. But just as sure as Jesus has come in, he has, you have invited the indwelling Holy Spirit to come in. And <clears throat> this is the way it was with uh, King David. We've shown what the Holy Spirit chose a man named Abraham, but he also chose David, King David. And what? King David was known as the man after God's own heart in 1 Samuel 13. The relationship David had with the Holy Spirit was amazing. All right. He knew that the Lord Yahweh had established him. It's amazing, though, because Samuel anointed him um, to be king before he ever was king. I believe that's in 1 Samuel. <clears throat> he anointed him. And from that day that he anointed him, of course, Samuel uh, was going through the whole house. I think it was about seven or eight sons, right? And uh, Samuel was thinking it was the oldest son. And he turned around, and the, the Lord just kept showing and saying, this is not the one. This is not the one. This is not the one. God, by his spirit, was showing him that David was anointed to be king. He was chosen to be king, even though it yet took, what, 15 plus years for him to get to that place. He was just an old shepherd, a plain shepherd boy, taking care of the, the, the sheep. But God had a purpose and a plan for him. Kind of remind me of Joseph, how he was thrown in the pit and left for dead, and then ended up in Egypt and became sucking to Pharaoh as the ruler. And that's something. And God used him in an amazing way, prospered and blessed him, brought forth a, a wife for him, brought forth two uh, sons for him. But yeah, um, amazing how the Spirit of God can raise you up when you just yield yourself to him yield yourself to the lord and again the test the testimony of the spirit is so that we will come forth yep uh it says here again um a special service we don't need that to uh get his uh invoke his presence for him to dwell in us any teaching that claims we can lose the spirit and must regain him over and over again is false. All right. The Lord has promised that if he is with you, he will abide with you forever. As soon as we trust Jesus as Savior and Lord, his spirit comes to abide with us forever. St. John 14, 16 says, I will never leave you or forsake you. Romans 8, 9 says, anyone what who does not have the spirit now, does not belong to the Lord. But without the Spirit, we can't live the life, this life in Christ. We can't live it. But of course, he guides us, what? Into the will of God. He teaches us, what? The truth of the word of yeah. God, the word of life. He, he just reveals Jesus. He reveals the things of God. 
He reveals the things of heaven. Hallelujah. And this is the way it was with David. From that day forth, uh, as he was anointed, the Spirit of God began to come on him. Amazing. Since the Spirit of God would come on him. Hallelujah. And I believe God anointed him for, for, for everything that he had to do. Now, of course, <clears throat> still the Lord doesn't take and uh, twist our arm. You know, he doesn't make us do anything. The Holy Spirit is a gentleman. If you was to uh, picture the Holy Spirit, guess what he would be like? <laughs> he would be the most handsome, strong, mighty, well-dressed man. And But the thing is, he wouldn't come and just force his way on you, you know? He would treat you like a queen. He would treat us like kings and princes, you know? He treat us like we was the most, I mean, and we are the most precious uh, vessels and people in the world. And that's the way God sees us. He wants you to have the best of everything. But he ain't going to, you know, like uh, mama used to make me eat uh, the, the vegetables. You know, they're good for you. Eat them. But I didn't want to eat them. Some stuff I didn't like, especially beets. I ain't like them beets. <laughs> I didn't like them then. But it's crazy because I'll eat them now. I'll eat the beets now. <laughs> Because I believe they are healthy. And God is the same way. He's not going to make you eat nothing. He's not going to spoon feed you either. He just wants you to just be willing to hunger and thirst. A natural hunger and thirst for him. For the spirit of God. And you what? Will be healed. Yes. Hallelujah. Amazing. All who seek uh, me, mock me, they herald insults. This was uh, the 22nd Psalm that David wrote. And it's amazing because <clears throat> it's part of the Messianic Psalms, but it's clearly prophetic. It's uh, clearly energized by the Holy Spirit of God. David wrote this and it just described the sufferings of Jesus before Jesus was ever born. Now how in the world are he gonna describe something unless the Holy Spirit is helping him to see it? God is amazing, isn't he? It lets you see things before they ever happen. Let you experience is true. And it said that it just talked about all of this. Don't be far from me. Uh, for trouble is near. There is no one to help. I'm poured out like water, and all my bones are out of joint. Boy, that was trouble. That was Jesus describing his crucifixion. My heart has turned to wax. He has melted within me. You know, that means that he just, it's like that everything is hopeless to him. His life, as he knew it, was looked hopeless. But really, the hopelessness, he took the, our hopelessness instead of the hopelessness of anything else. And he gave us hope. He took our hopelessness and gave us hope. He took our pain and turmoil and gave us peace and healing and relief. Jesus did all of that for us. My mouth, what, is dried up like a pot shirt. I don't know what that is. Uh, and my tongue sticks to the roof of my mouth. Uh, All my bones are on display. Uh, People Jesus. stare and gloat at me. Boy, he really uh, And that's the way it was on the cross, wasn't it? It was that way on the cross. They looked at it. They divide my clothes among them and cast lots for my garments. How in the world did King David know about all of that? 
except the Holy Spirit revealed it. The Spirit of the Lord. Yes. Amazing. Hallelujah. Amen. King David foretelling of the Messiah. And then when King David, King David uh, sinned, committed adultery what, with Bathsheba, murder of her husband, Uriah, David did all of that. And the Holy Spirit still dealing with him? Yes. David confesses his sins before the Lord and asks to be cleansed. That's what Psalm 50, 51 is all about. He says to God, restore to me the joy of your salvation. Grant me a willing spirit. Yes. Oh, Lord. He also says, don't take your Holy Spirit from me. Because of his sins, David had lost his joy. He came what? With a humble and a broken spirit, asking God to cleanse him and restore a right relationship. Hallelujah. Amen. He says here that what? The Holy Spirit, I mean, the Holy Spirit does, he probably stood back. He stepped back, you know, because like I say, he's a gentleman. He ain't going to force himself. But bottom line is, he also corrects you by bringing conviction. He also brings, he helps you to see when you have messed up. And he doesn't con condemn you, but he does correct you. Okay, that's the difference. The devil wants to cast you down to the point where you say, oh, you done messed up so bad. You might well just keep messing up. You might well just go ahead and just throw yourself in the mud hole and never come out. Kill yourself. That's why he tells some people, kill yourself. You done messed up so bad, there's no way out. But that's another lie. And if you if, if you listen to Jesus, he'll tell you and he'll show you that he is the way out. And he is what? The way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except by him. Praise God. Amazing. So that's what the spirit of testifying is all about. He's testifying about how he is doing the will of God, how he what knows the mind of God, how he wants to please God, and then how he wants to teach us how to walk in him. So important to walk in the Lord, walk in the Lord, and walk in the spirit, and what? You will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Oh, God. And then even if you do find yourself coming short, just keep turning right back to the Lord. Keep calling on the Lord. And I mean, just determine that your mind is made up and your heart is fixed, that you, no matter what trouble comes your way, you're going to do it God's way. You want God's way more than anything else. Seek the Lord. Hallelujah. Call on him while he's near. Hallelujah. Call unto me. And what? I will answer you and show you great and mighty things which you don't even know. The Spirit of God testifies to the truth because what? The Spirit is truth. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Let's understand something, church. Uh, there's a divine fundamental truth. All right. God wants, number one, he wants to empower us, what, to serve and obey him and be successful and what? Be joyful. Be joyful. Joy in the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What? Joy, hallelujah, brings strength. Your joy 
bring strength. Your joy brings direction. That's why we have to praise the Lord. That's why we have to just give it all to him. You know, turn to him. Oh, yes. And he will turn to you. Hallelujah. The divine, fundamental, and basic truth is what? Uh, instead of what? Us trying to get the spirit, believe what? That he abides with you. And if you what, have received Jesus in your heart and your life, just live as the spirit-filled believer that you have become. Hallelujah. God has caused you to become a spirit-filled believer. And of course, God is continuing to make you what? And mold you and bring forth his purpose in your life. Bring his glory, hallelujah, into your life. Oh, I tell you, the Lord is amazing. He is good. But it all has begun with our Savior. Hallelujah. Isaiah was another one. He had unclean lips. But God, what? Caused those lips to be cleansed. But not only the lips, because some people, what? They say uh, yes with their mouth, but they don't mean it in their heart. So they got to mean it in your heart with God. And so the, the cold, when they put the cold on his mouth and his tongue, to cleanse his lips, he also cleansed his heart. The Spirit of God began to move and work in his life and bring cleansings from mind to the mind, what? To the body, to the whole person. Hallelujah. God will clean you up. He'll make you whole. Hallelujah. He will transform your life if you just allow the testimony of the Lord to come forth so you can hear it now. God, I think, will even reveal his testimony when you need it. Hallelujah. First John, what? 5.11 says what? This is the testimony. God has given us eternal life. And this life, what? Is in his son, Jesus. This is what God himself has declared as truth. This is the record. Hallelujah. It's not only written in the Bible, but it's written in heaven. Hallelujah. Heaven and earth what? shall pass away, but the word of the Lord shall never pass away. And the spirit of God, hallelujah, obeys and honors the word of God. So we praise God for the Holy Spirit in you. The, the power of the Holy Spirit is at work in you. He's at work in me. He's at work in each of us. Hallelujah. He's doing an amazing work in us. Praise ye the Lord. Look, all of you are flawed in so many ways. Yet in spite of all your faults, you know how to give good gifts to your children. Don't you know how to give some good gifts to your children? Don't, we can spoil them sometimes, can't we? Well, guess what? The Heavenly Father knows how to give some good gifts to you. And the most precious gift is what? The Holy Spirit. He will give it to those who ask of him. How much more will your Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to all who ask? Ask. Hallelujah. There's more here. But I'm just going to kind of end it. I'm going to cut it off right now. But praise the God, the Holy Spirit, what? 
is declaring some promises yes. and blessings to us, the oh, yes. spiritual children of Abraham. Hallelujah. Oh, Lord. He's just declaring. He's testifying. He's just assuring us that God is with us. And if he is with us, what? He is more than the yes. whole world against us. Yep. The miraculous power of God is only revealed in part and according to scripture as we what? Read, study, pray, meditate. What? We have not seen with our eyes, nor heard with our ears, nor has it completely entered into our hearts the glorious and wonderful things the Holy Spirit of God has prepared for all those that love and seek God. Are you seeking the Lord? Amen. Do you love the Lord? Hallelujah. We can't do anything without what? The indwelling power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And the Holy Spirit will not do anything without you and me. Hallelujah. He, he can do it without us, but he don't want to. He's chosen to do it with us. Hallelujah. Are you willing to let him have his way in your heart and in your life? Lord, we thank you today. Thank we bless you today. Hallelujah. Have your way in our lives. Holy Spirit, you're just doing an amazing work. And may there be no hindrances. Lord, just take away anything that would hinder us from being used and being uh, just a vessel that you can use, that you would dwell in. We welcome you in now, Lord. Please just come in afresh. And just make yourself known from time to time. Every, and whenever you want to, Lord, please just manifest your presence. Hallelujah. And just manifest the blessing that we need. Manifest the miracle that we need. Manifest the answer that we need, Lord. But most of all, manifest and testify of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Reveal him the more to us. And Lord, we thank you that you are there revealing yourself because you are Lord, you are Savior all by yourself. And God, my Father, you are there, hallelujah, and you are revealing all to us by your Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. We give you glory. We give you praise. We bless you today. Oh, if there's anything I may have missed, I know you haven't missed it. I know you'll take care of it. I know you'll work it out. And you'll most of all drive the enemy under our feet. I see him fleeing right now by the power and the spirit of the living God. Glory to God. Sickness has got to go. Pain, you even got to go. We're expecting amazing things in the hour and the day ahead. But Lord, you're a present help also in the time of need. You are right now, God, and you will take care of the situation right now. Hallelujah. We give you the praise. We give you the glory right now. Look upon our, oh God, our land and bring repentance to our land. Bring change, oh God, in hearts and minds everywhere. Oh God, somebody needs you right now. Just fix it in their lives. Um, turn it around, Father, as only you can. We bless you now. We love you.
We glorify you. Oh, we surrender to the Spirit of God. Just have your way, Lord. And we give you all the praise, the glory, and the honor. It belongs to thee, O God, in Jesus' name. And God's people said, Amen. Amen, amen and amen. amen.